Hey folks, welcome to a very special episode of Fan With the Fan Byte Podcast. Uh, I am your host, editor-at-large for FanByte.com, John Warren. With me today are features and trending er- editor, Merrick Kay. Hello. Hello. Uh, our wonderful intern, Ren. Hello. Hi. Uh, and uh, social editor plus, Nicholas Grayson. Hello. Uh uh, we all watched the Microsoft Xbox first party event today. Uh, and that was, uh, it was a jam-packed hour of stuff, huh? Well, yeah, Merrick. I'm going to stop you right it? there because I haven't watched this. <laughs> and I thought what this could be like is kind of, I can be like the, um, oh, the character, the character in oh. a movie who like enters a world of magic and Master Chiefs and then. I'm kind of the viewpoint character. So if you could all explain to me about the new Halo. Okay. uh, Then that's like the way that our listeners will learn about it too. I think that's a good idea. Okay. All right. Uh, 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 Nikki and and Ren, since you both uh, are uh, uh, devout uh, Master Chiefers, please uh, let us know what the new one's about. They put a map in it, and that's kind of all you need to know about kind of what four three is bringing to this one. <laughs> right no. away, I do have a question: they, Is this literally the first up? time they put a map in a Halo game? Yes, yes. yes the other so okay, <laughs> you're, you're, right. they had mini maps. They had mini maps. So the there is so I, I actually hmm, I was feeling really high on this game until um, I was feeling really high on this game, and uh, now I think I'm feeling uh, good on it, but not like super high um the game's called super hot oh nice um yeah why are you why are you less warm yeah what's going on so okay so when they when they showed the video game halo uh what do they introduce they introduce the new grapple hook which is cool uh i love the addition of traversal stuff um always great they have added a basically a full map with like your fucking Ubisoft style um, outposts to like hit, right? So it's they, an open world. Yeah, they did. Yes. They did do an open oh, world. Um, it, I, the only way, hmm, I think the way they have to do it is if they if they incorporate the quality of level design that they have in their levels into an open world, and I don't know how you pull that off. Oh, it's easy. Um, well, first of all, I want to stop us there. It is not all open world. There were details that dropped about this on Imagine Games Network uh, right after the show. Oh, um, no, it's not. Can so you, what is Can it? you give us yeah, these details? I we can. Didn't. Uh, well, th- this is, I love that y'all didn't do it, so I could surprise y'all with this. It's very good. Um, what you saw in the demo uh, that, we, that we showed, you have this map. There's this huge open section of the ring, as you get to that point in the game, this is several hours into the campaign, then you have the ability to traverse that whole area and explore where you want to go on the ring. Here's the thing. That implies to me that this is basically just one big area that you get to and not like this game is open world. Yeah, that, okay. So That's a very different vibe than what they showed mm, us. That ties but, into Nikki's theory. I think, I, think, I think what that says to me is that Nikki's correct. Um... That it's basically his, a tight campaign with this open thing that's going to keep getting content pumped into it. Yeah, so exactly. it's like Pokemon. Is what you're saying? It's like um, it's like Pokemon. Yeah, you have to catch all the Cortanas. No, and, no, uh, but in the new Pokemon, there's it's just a Pokemon, but then there was like 
an, an open area, the wild area, the right. wild the area where, exactly. and that's where they keep adding new stuff. Yes, well, I, this, I think you're right. This isn't so they've done this before. Um, they've done this is basically okay. So the second the second mission of uh, Halo Combat Evolved is called Halo, and on the mission <laughs> yeah. Halo in the video game Halo, um, what you do is you explore the Halo ring. Right. Uh, and it's a it's a very large level that you can kind of tackle piece by piece by piece, right? Um, and a, a friend of mine pointed out the fact that everyone likes that level because it's a really good level and not because it's like a huge open world. So right. if they're doing that with the campaign, I'm definitely... Um, oh, God. See, I want to feel super super excited about this and i definitely do like visually it is it, it it looks like it plays exactly how i want it to i'm just worried about the long-term level of ambition right. uh with this one okay uh, and how that manifests like th uh, throughout the course of a video game as opposed to just in this one sequence if that makes sense yeah i mean i i think it makes sense i think there are also interesting differences i mean it looks like you can upgrade your upgrade equipment now um, yeah that upgrades can, menu was enticing to my eyes um apparently it's pretty light according to this interview on the ign uh imagine games network um but yeah you will be able to upgrade aspects of like your your abilities that are kind of getting rebooted from i guess halo 3 right like that's where that started the what like with the shield and stuff like when the equipment halo 3, abilities like you could, and that yeah stuff. Okay. yeah um which is cool uh here's here's the here's the hotness that came out of this trailer uh, a lot of people don't like the way this game looks and yeah, those players have never seen a halo game. game before there so here's the here's the fucking thing here's the here's the thing it's this it's it's the exact same problem that people have when you look at um transition frames uh in in like anime or like any piece of animation they're like look at how goofy this looks yeah motherfucker it's because it's designed to be shown in motion. Like the thing that you're looking at looks bad because you've paused something that is running at like 60 frames a second. Well, and they it's in also, the middle of. They also chose to show that stuff. So I do think that's weird. Yeah. I that, think, that, I that think was that, in the press kit. That one bad shot. That was in the one press bad kit. Shot the one which bad is weird. shot of the, of the, of the, like, of the, of the, the battle. Brute, yeah. <laughs> uh, and the, and the, yeah, I mean, it looks bad, which I think, I think is a failure of. That was a, that was a bad that, call. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad call and a failure, I think, in the way that we think of, like, press kits and, like, right. how marketing is supposed to work and think, that you can just I send think... a screenshot and that does it. Which, like, right. no, the game know. looks great in motion. Yeah, I, I don't even think it's, like, it looks great in I think the game looks good. Like, it looks like a Halo game. It Like, I what, what I realized in real time when Dylan was talking about it on Twitter is that I would rather this game look 20 years old than, than yeah. look brand new. Which is yeah, like, like I, I don't, maybe that's my boomer so brain, but I'm more, like, I I liked how soft some of the lighting is. I yeah, liked, it's like, so much more interesting to put a game yeah. out in 2020 that is being run with like that has all this horsepower behind it <laughs> and is like and looks like an Xbox game, yeah. like looks like an Xbox game in a way that is that is interesting and not so devoid of character that it just particle effects out the ass. Right. Like, I don't want that. I want something that... It, Halo has always been, like, plastic, plastic yeah. ass action figures right. clashing onto each other. Yeah. And, like, that's what this game looks like. Um, and, like, that is good to me. 
Like, I don't know. Like, it looks like a Halo game. Um, at no point, like, have, have Halo games, like, been visual masterpieces that are, like, selling you boxes on, like, graphics horsepower alone, like, outside of Bungie's old skyboxes. Yeah, there's that, and I just, like, I don't know. I like the I like the commitment to an aesthetic. Like, like, like that is, that feels like just a better choice because I think, and again, the game looks good. Like, okay, so if you, if I, when yeah. I look at this game, right, this seems to be an aesthetic continuation, not a four and five, but on the remaster work they did on Halo CE and Halo 2. The Halo 2 remaster looks really good. It looks phenomenal. I'm thinking particularly about the way that there is at one point in the trailer, sorry, in the in the gameplay demo, uh, a plasma grenade goes off. And it is so deeply evocative of the way it looks in Halo 2. And I know talking about, you know, the, of course it's evocative They're in the same fucking series, but they're going back to a different aesthetic mold. Um, you know, the assault rifle looks like the Halo 1 assault rifle in terms of yeah. like actual size on screen. It's thin. It is... Yeah, which is which is different from, for example, like the Halo Three assault rifle. I think um, I think there might end up being a lot of similarities between this and Combat Evolved um, yeah. because we're seeing that with aesthetics. We're seeing that with the box um, art. The box, box art basically identical. Yeah, and also the fact that like the first thing they showed is basically the the fucking level yeah. Halo. They did right. it again. It's yeah. it's which which again is part of my worry. Right, like I'm excited. I'm, I, I. But like, I, I wonder. I wonder, and I think we should probably move on. But I, I wonder how much of, of people thinking that this is not, um, we're rebooting the video game series Halo, which is, I actually think what they're doing. I think that's what they're doing, and not a sixth Halo. No, game. it's it's it, to me. If it was, and 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 this is this is I this is my least favorite kind of games journalism. The scuttlebutt on forums from people who are I writer about this stuff than I would like to admit, like, and I've spent a lot of time this week on those forums. They're mm-hmm. pretty sure this is basically just a straight up reboot of Halo. Yeah. And like if it was if it was the sixth Halo, they would have put the number six in it. Or the yeah, and they would have actually tied it to the direct narrative that they that they had established. I think both that and the fact that uh uh Rain, I think you're exactly right about like the aesthetics themselves. It really feels like that team looked at, I guess, what they feel like is the heyday of Halo, which was uh, like Combat Evolved and like two and kind of that era. And it does feel like from someone on the outside looking in, which is definitely me, um, like it fell off at four and five. I'm not saying like the games weren't good or anything, but like I, I feel like this thing lost a sense of what that old feeling was later on, both aesthetically. And I can't speak as strongly about the gameplay itself, but like it felt less plasticky kind of to, to Nikki's point too. And, you know, some of those screenshots that like, like Dylan was posting from five, like, yeah, they don't evoke the same kind of feelings in me. And this, this trailer really did. Um, the only other thing I'll say is uh, they also did an interview this morning uh, over at Bungie and they said that there is no Halo Infinite 2. There is no Halo 6. There is three, no. Four, this three. is basically a 10 year platform is what they said. Right. Finally. So. Finally. A ga- a ten- <laughs> finally a 10 year platform. Well, it's yeah, it's Infinite Halo. I mean, it's Infinite, infinite Halo. I think I'm getting old, y'all, because my eyes can't tell the difference between 
numbers of triangles anymore. Yeah, it same. just kind of all looks like, yeah, that looks fine. And maybe it's because I primarily play games on PC lately, but I'm just like, we're just like not getting those big jumps uh, anymore. No. And no. I think people are, well, I think we're starting to get to a point where people are like realizing that and then they're getting mad about it. Um, right. But it's yeah. just like a limitation of our fucking eyes, <laughs> I think, more so than it is like processing power. And I don't know. Also, <sighs> Halo and Halo 2 like had a really clean color palette and iconography. Right. And like they were very easy FPSs to to play because they they weren't um, all brown. And I feel like when they've redone them visually it's so much harder to tell what the fuck is happening right uh because there's so much extraneous bullshit going on and like i know that that's what people want like they want you know cruft and all this stuff but like that would have been fucking wild if they were like yeah actually we're just gonna do a really high-res version of (laughs) like a halo 2 like right i mean make those polygons look crisp you know like no aliases but uh like a low I mean, poly I'm, thing. And I know that would never have happened, but I'm, I don't I'm know. look I'm looking at like I'm looking at the screen caps and stuff and like uh the 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 reason I know that this is a very deliberate decision and like this shit is not going to improve and like this is this is a this no, is a stylistic is the, choice yeah. is that the trees look like shit. Yes. Like, <laughs> Like they, yeah, they really, like, no, they like, look that's the bad. Like I, to, thing, that's the so easiest again, thing to do. Is like, like I think Pokemon. it's great. I think it's fine. Yeah. But like I'm like these trees look bad, and like that's usually like that's been such that you know like people are like doing these like slow reveals of the Last of Us Two. It's like look at the foliage and Halos over here mm-hmm. just being like Who gives a shit? no like fucking <laughs> fucking yeah, hook shot the in the matters. battle and kill yeah. a bunch of people. It's like I, I'm like. You know what you know what people are actually showing up for, so I don't know. I think it's. I fine. also think I also think that there's like there's such a focus on occlusion, and now we're like you're kind of going into these fog of war style situations where you can't really see where the enemy's coming from, and like that's how the combat encounters are designed but like halo has literally never been about that the draw distance in halo has always been basically forever and there's no clouds it's just like here's a skybox right uh and here's like here's what you can see it's on the other side of the fucking map yeah you can see all the way there yeah it's rad like that's what this is yeah like i don't know i'm i'm excited i'm like the gameplay kind of stuff the literal only question i had bren and i were talking about it earlier and we mentioned it on stream is that uh, if they like took out the jump jet stuff, yeah. like some of the some of the mobility stuff that was introduced in five that I really really liked, um, it's kind of hard to see if it made its way. I rewatched that gameplay trailer, yeah, um, and there is a slide in there, but it doesn't seem to there doesn't seem to be like any of the hover slash like jump jet uh, mm. stuff, yeah, or the so, dash, which is which is again, yeah. I, I think I think the grappling hook is cool. I'm worried. I think they, I think the vision of of this game that I'm interested in is is the one that feels where the movement feels impeccable. Basically, like I need I need Halo. I wanted this when I when Nikki and I talked. I wanted this kind of almost to feel like Titanfall two, yeah. right? That level of of quality movement is kind of what they 
is what I felt like they were building to. And this doesn't feel like a regression per se, but it doesn't feel like, it feels like a lateral move yeah. in a way that is, um, I mean, could be good, but I am. I think, I think so, but I also, we definitely should move on because I want to talk about the rare game. Are there? But, yeah. <laughs> what are the other ones? Yeah. Let's let's talk about Everwild. We saw I, a trailer. I, I saw for, a few of those. <sighs> let's, I looked let's, them up. Yeah. Everwild. Um, Everwild's Everwild's one of the ones that I think looks really good. It looks uh, contemplative. It looks like it's basically a, a multiplayer, like animal rescue, kind of ethereal nature game, uh, essentially from Rare. Uh, who have uh, been on the record as saying, and and read whatever you want into this, uh, they've learned a lot of lessons for Everwild uh, uh, through their development of Sea of Thieves. So, AKA, we're going to kind of just start a year three of development on this one. Yeah. Instead of doing years one and two. I, I, th- I think it could mean that. I think it could mean maybe the drop in, drop out uh, yeah, I'm sure mechanics of it. Here's the, here's the one thing I really don't like about Sea of Thieves is that no matter what you do, it doesn't feel like it has an impact on the world around you. Oh yeah. There's no progress. There's like no progression in sea of thieves in a way that like, yeah, I have no attachment to I have my no pirate, attachment to it. And like if for all intents and purposes, it could re-roll a person every single time. Yeah. And I wouldn't really know. I, this doesn't um, look like that, but I would also like, you know, uh, like, seems- like I said, you could read a lot into, we learned a lot of lessons from, from sea of thieves when making this. But what did y'all think of that? It looks, it, it's a beautiful game. I think it looks really pretty. Did you? Did we find out if it was in engine or if this was gameplay? I or? have sent a message. Oh, oh, actually, I just breaking news. Live breaking breaking news. Um, attributable to a Mark, uh, Microsoft spokesperson. Y'all ready for this? This is this is a really big news. Okay. All right. The Xbox Game Studios and 3PP titles shown today are in various stages of development and promotion. We cannot comment further on the status of development. Of Great. Great. I'm going to guess what we saw was pre-rendered. Okay. Um, that probably means that was pre-rendered. You're probably yeah. right. That's, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of push that idea. I mean, here's the, I ever wild aesthetic that was one of the like most exciting things for me was like yeah. watching how that how that game looked and used color right yeah. the use of color and and Beautiful. movement there like made my brain feel really good both Nat and I got super super excited um when they kind of showed that for the first time and uh yeah I'm I have always looked at Sea of Thieves and thought wow I wish this was anything else I wish like yeah. this this like detail and um, interactivity was put towards any other aesthetic ends because yeah. I just pirates they don't they do nothing for me yeah. and the intense focus on being like super jokey jokey like most of the time with Sea of Thieves, at least in its promotional material, is like fine, that's good. But like, I don't know, sometimes I want to go on like a cool hike with my friends. And if Everwild does that, if it does the like you are exploring nature with people you enjoy spending time with, hell fuck yeah. I will I will play the shit out of that. Are you kidding me? And I get to save a dog. Yeah, so I'm, I'm curious. Oh, go ahead, Merit, please. Okay. Is this the one that they said they were inspired by Studio Ghibli? I mean, I did not see that, but it, that this game has AB? inspired by Studio Ghibli written all over it. Okay, me, just yeah. just because. No, no that. more of that. Society has progressed beyond the need for inspired by Studio Ghibli. Okay, <laughs> agreed. Um, there's enough of it. They do it well. 
No one else who thinks they're doing it really does it. Uh, do you remember the last time Rare made a game about taking care of animals? Um, nuts and bolts. Uh, Viva no. Pinata. Yeah. The, the game where you make uh, two pinata worms fuck and then make yeah. them fuck their kids and then you beat a rabbit yeah. to death with a shovel. That was fun. Uh, anyway, yeah, the game whipped. Yeah, I and every while, I gotta, I gotta say, like the theme here is something that I could get into if it's like a reverse monster hunter. Like, oh, it's Monster Hunter, but you're trying to lead this thing away from some kind of danger Danger. or you're trying to heal it or whatever. I will say, I don't know about the look. It feels like Hmm. this this sort of like kind of cell shaded, but without, I don't know what to call it. Um, like it doesn't have- It looks like Breath of the Wild, honestly. It looks like Breath of the Wild, and but it looks like Breath of the Wild, like I feel like I've seen a lot of smaller games that use this sort of style lately. Um Dauntless kind of looks like this and like a bunch of other similar games. <laughs> that's the meanest thing you've ever said about just, ever, ever. It's just ever, like ever wild. I'm going to wait and see. I just, I don't know. It looks kind of generic to me. Okay. Like if the characters were more exaggerated, I would be down for it. I think, but I it's think like, I really like the creature design. Sure. I yeah. I no, the animals that. look cool. The people I feel like are just on the verge. They're just between DreamWorks Fortnite and like Breath of the Wild, <laughs> and it's like, just go for something, you know? It's yeah. pretty, but like, just pick one. Just yeah. go for it. Anyway, that's me being um, a dick. I, oh, so. I can't believe you hate games. Well, it, my, I don't to, care to your, for video games. To your point, I bet what they've done here is like, obviously, you're going to have a customizable avatar. So they, the they just threw together. Uh, that was a good one, Nikki. Uh, they just threw together, you know, some designs that'll basically work within that framework. And like, yeah, like it's, it's not the most inspired, uh, like humanoid design I've seen. I really, I like the creatures. I like the, I like what they're suggesting with this trailer of kind of, you know, like you said, you're leading them out of danger or they're, uh, helping you do something like, um, like that one big walrus worm thing kind of like pulls a tree down or something. And it was like, yeah, that was cool. I, there was uh, a lot big of salamander threw up fish. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff they suggest in that trailer that I'm like, Ooh, that's, that's cool. I I'd like to, I'd like to take a spin in this world much more so than sea of thieves, which I think is like very empty by comparison, but we'll see what happens. I, also this first, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Ryan. I was just going to say that I'm particularly interested in the aesthetic of magic that they're going with because there are a lot of different ways to like do magic in in aesthetics and like a magical system in a text. And I feel like we don't see this particular kind very often where it's like deeply rooted in like broad movement of the body. Right. Like the one time we see a character like doing magic, it is like very it is it is a deeply expressive personal act as opposed to like what we saw in the um, obsidian um, like fantasy RPG where like someone draws some sigils in the air. No, this was like someone moves their body in accordance to a space and the world reacts to it. It's Uh, it's a little bit more like like that You know, from Final Fantasy 10 kind of like dancing to send people to the far plane kind of thing. It's yeah. Like, yeah. There, there's, there's some cool stuff. Um, all right. Yeah. I'm looking hey, forward to fable, that one. Though. Fable. Uh, fa- yeah. Let's fable, talk about fable. Hey, guess for, what? Yeah, let's fable. talk about fable for as long as that trailer was, which is about, guess what? Um, uh, my favorite Xbox series is, <laughs> is it really fable? It might be fable. Really? I really? fucking love those games. I played through, 
uh, the first one on Xbox, and then the and three and two I played through with um, a partner at the time, and they hadn't played, they hadn't grown up playing games. Playing through yeah. three with them was really cool. It's like one of the most underrated couch co-op games in the world. Um, two is okay about that as well, but not as much. Three is just like an RPG with like all of the like finicky stuff just like sanded off. It's yeah. this very frictionless experience that you can do with another person the whole time. Uh, you can get married. You can do all this shit. It falls apart at the end when you have to just become a land baron to beat the game. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've always kind of had a soft spot for Fable's doofy, like very English brand of fantasy game because I feel like a lot of fantasy games use this European, uh, you know, generically European aesthetic, but like very few of them lean into... Oh yeah, Stephen Fry is here and he's saying stupid jokes. Um, yeah, this is this is uh, the apex of our culture. <laughs> what have you got? You're right, uh, Merritt. Like a lot of these games crib that aesthetic, but they they, they go, oh, the culture? No, no, we don't do the culture. Or the, no, it's uh, horrible. Why the, would we or do the, it? Or the sense fable of humor is like, no, like we that. have to yeah, bring yeah, that yeah. To, to the rest of the world. They have to know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's fair. I mean, I, I, like Ubisoft makes a series of like they they sometimes make the most French games you can imagine, mm-hmm. um, and I guess Rapids. Fable kind of kind of leans into like oh this is the most English game that and Forza like Forza and yeah. Fable are two like British ass games, which is also like how good. do you not love a trailer that's just vor. <laughs> yeah like that, that they, she, they made she, that decision she got, I love Shrek so good too they that made a, a decision Shrek to have like a, a hot fairy yeah, lady get eaten by a t- does that happen in Shrek that is like uh, that is some shit that's straight out of Shrek which is why Fable like does not land with me is that like fucking oh, wait you're, sorry you're better than Shrek no, you think you're better no. than Shrek I'm not better I'm not better than Shrek at all it's just so you're I, worse than Shrek yes definitely <laughs> okay it's just that fucking Shrek's good but like as someone who grew up with stuff that did that and they made fucking five of those movies I can't I can't they just it just doesn't do anything for me well that's fair yeah see I was raised with just the most reprehensible bullshit uh, like John Cleese stuff and Monty Python so like I still have a soft spot for that um, I was thankfully shamed out of it in high school when I think everyone needs to get that shamed out of them pretty early on. But um, <laughs> I mean, bullying works. I it's- still I still love some of that stuff. I still I don't know. I haven't if I had been able to play Halo th- or Fable three again in the last like eight years, I definitely would have by now. Yeah. Let me tell you about Xbox Game Pass. Tell me about it. All of this stuff that they announced today is coming to it damn which is which is maybe let's talk about that for a second through the lens of the destiny news i had a i had a revelation after the stream okay where we're game you're gonna start playing destiny too we're game (laughs) we're game pass as like a i thought about it uh where game pass is like an entity finally made sense to me from a business standpoint uh and yeah i fuck i get it now and I feel like I was really dumb for not understanding it up until this point. But like, I think it's super smart. I think they kind of, uh. I think they kind of landed like fucking nail on the head on this one in terms of really committing to to Game Pass as a thing, including with stuff like Destiny and yeah. and 
and really, really like leaning into that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think Game Pass stuff is obviously super smart. And the other thing I think they they're really smart about is uh, just being really upfront about which of these games are available on smart delivery, which basically is their way of saying, hey, like, don't stress about like what generation you're in right now. Basically, everything for a little while is going to be everywhere. And I think that's mm-hmm. really cool. And it's one of the things that, you know, not to get super console wars on everyone here, but it's like that's one of the things that I think Sony is is messing up like pretty bad. Like my personal polarity in terms of like my you know, if I if there's a third party multi console game coming out, I tend to just assume I'm going to get it for PlayStation. Mm-hmm. This is starting to change that for me where I'm going, oh, I feel like my options are actually broader and they make more sense on Xbox because yeah, they're being option- more upfront about where these things are going to show up and when and and I have more ways to play them. I like they're being pretty smart about it. They're they're actually like rewiring my mind to think, oh, Xbox is more reliable in some way, which well, is probably bullshit marketing. But also it's but like, like they're making some I, smart choices. I also think a lot of it is like, well, OK, um, do I have to pay for this one on this or no? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like so many of the games that I saw today are like, oh, where I don't have to pay for this one or this one. Or this one? How are they making or money? This huh? one? I don't have to pay for any of these, huh? Like there's, I just pay the fifteen dollars a month and I get the video game. Okay. Yeah. Well, it shows. Like, I feel like that's such a. That, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I was gonna say like this is the thing that like I realized after the stream is that Game Pass as a model is built to. Game Pass costs fifteen dollars a month for like Game Pass Ultimate, right? Yeah. That is um, fifteen times twelve. That is basically you're looking at um, what $180 a year. Yeah, um, yeah. Game passes. Game passes is anywhere between twelve American dollars a year and $180 a year. And the <laughs> the um, that $180 price tag, right, is basically designed to be a good enough deal that people who buy less than three video games a year will buy into it. Yeah. And that's who that's who it's that's how it makes money. And like realizing that Game Wait. Pass makes money by 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 appealing to people who who buy less than 3 games a year and just fucking get Game Pass cuz why not? Like that's who it's for and then like we just get all of this shit. We get all of the shit which is nice and Wait. like all the shit shows up on true, Game though? Pass. What's Isn't that was cuz wasn't that the Movie Pass model? Um I guess it's different, but is that Actually, does it actually make money for them? I think it, yeah. I think it does because think about how many people like buy a tentpole <sighs> release every year. The like, the idea the idea merit is that they are banking based on their market research that what Ren is saying is essentially true that there are many 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 people out there that do not buy more than three sixty dollar games mm. a year. Which like okay, when you look yeah. at the way I think like you know people who have people in the games demographic which is bogus but like the 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 heaviest one probably has the least amount of disposable income mm-hmm. you know like yeah like, right they buy a they buy a call of duty yeah they buy temple like a like yeah. yeah they buy a madden the call of duty right. yeah not and, that there's anything and wrong they're with banking them. on the idea that like these people are going to do that math and go ah, i might as well 
Uh, exactly. Or like, what about the fact that it just added Destiny in all of its expansions? That's huge. That's right, crazy. That's, that's massive. But like that alone, that alone, if someone who just like, it, it makes sense because because the actual, like the value proposition is, say Dest someone who just wants to get into Destiny just decides to get Game Pass because they're like, yeah, fuck it. I will get Destiny and a bunch of other video games. And they right. might never touch those other games, but it doesn't fucking matter because they're paying for them. Right, like yeah. it yeah. is. It, it yeah, the makes... idea that you can. Yeah, the idea that like, I think Destiny is such a good example of this. And because Merritt, correct me if I'm wrong, but like when you buy these expansion packs, it's not like you get the old ones. So if you buy Beyond Light, you don't also get Shadowkeep and Forsaken. Correct? That's correct. So Forsaken plus uh, Shadowkeep plus Beyond Light is a hundred dollars i would assume because i'll probably put them yeah. on sale yeah around when there. then if you just then pay if you do the math and you pay an extra twenty dollars you get game pass for the whole year so you get all of the destiny stuff that we just mentioned and then you also get halo and you also get see if these and you also get forza and you also get xyz right. like i i think that is such there's at some point I th- am in the same boat you are, Merritt, where it's like that money doesn't add up. Like that, the numbers don't make any sense. Well, the other thing too is that what I found with streaming or not streaming, but like on-demand download services like this is, the, and this is just like a paradox of choice thing. But like, the more options I have, the fewer games I will actually play because if they're like all of these are free, then I'll be like, well, I didn't really pay anything for I, them. So I don't I feel do an have obligation that issue, to but play I don't, them. I wonder if that's, I wonder if that's a very specific issue though, for like a certain Might be a very amount sp- of people. Right. Yeah. Um, but it does I, mean I that like I don't that download as much stuff from them. <laughs> yeah. Cause I get, a, I get paralysis when I have too many options. Yeah, no, like I think that. everyone does. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, so Jordan wants, hooray, us, oh, Jordan wants us to, uh, Emphasize that this is for console Game Pass specifically. Console for Game Destiny? Pass, not not the one on the Switch. Yeah, um, not the one that's defo coming to Switch. <laughs> I guess the if if I can make one last one last yeah, point about about Game Pass kind of as as a model. Yeah, uh, I am interested in what in the opportunity it affords people to do weird chat because I mean it get it gives you stuff like Minecraft Dungeons, which is a very small game. That is sure it's coming from internal at Microsoft, but like I, I think Minecraft Dungeons is the perfect, the perfect example of this. It is a small game with a very, very specific and small scope that is not making its money by being released in Game Pass. It's making its money off of DLC sales. That if you like the game enough to then kick them an extra fifteen dollars or whatever, then you can buy the DLC, and that's the. It it is the. I think at its peak, Xbox Game Pass enables the Xbox Live Arcade style of game to come back, which is, I think, what Minecraft Dungeons is. Yeah. Um, I think that's what that's supposed to do. Well, I also, so, yeah. I also like the fact that like smaller devs, like the folks who make CrossCode, Microsoft probably cuts them a pretty nice check. Right? Like, like it's, it's, it's cutting devs a, an easier check. That like I want to see more smaller studios not have to worry as much, and if Microsoft fucking kicks you 
uh, I don't know how much money Microsoft kicks you to be on Game Pass, right? How much thirty dollars? Yeah, how much I that mean, pays. But I bet I I bet that's an easy. I bet that's a pretty okay choice. I bet that's a, a pretty there, easy there's choice. There's a ceiling to me. there. There's a ceiling there, though. Like that 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 I think that opportunity is afforded to a a hard limit of people every year. Like some like some studios will be locked into that and cool, and there is like a mathematical limit with how much Microsoft's going to cut. Because oh, of, of course. Stuff. Um, I think you're right. Like, I think it, it provides more opportunity. Um, and, and we've seen like a lot of these game pass exclusives and stuff like that, that are interesting, but I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I mean, I, hopefully it means that, that there's, there's more room to do weird stuff, but, um, you know, I can also, I can also see it going in a couple other different directions. Yeah. Like, that's like the movie. That Microsoft thing just is, like shaping what's being made in kind of. Yeah. Ways. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the other part yeah. is like there, there could be a real, like a cooling, a cooling effect on actually how interesting these games are. Um, if they have to, to, to fit. A right. Because mold, if like, you know, here's what Microsoft likes. Yeah. You know, it's right. just going to turn. It's just Netflix at that point. Like, oh, yeah. this doesn't work for Netflix. Sorry. Like, oh, okay. It doesn't work for Xbox Game Pass. Oh, okay. Well, I'll yeah. go to whatever the fuck else there is. Um, Vimeo. 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 I released my game on Vimeo. Itch.io um, is, is the Vimeo of games. <laughs> um, What else stood out to y'all? I We can just run down a few other highlights real quick and then. Uh, 80 to K3, baby. Yeah, Were you being sarcastic, it. Nikki? No. Okay. Yeah. I like the second one. Yeah, y'all yeah. were both into that, huh? When that, yeah, when I, that I really like State of Decay 2. Um, the dog is really scary in this one. That that was a big, scary dog. It was a big, scary dog. I like dog. a scary zombie. Definitely a dog and not a deer, for sure. But that's, to me, that's Nikki's. That's my favorite uh, personality trait of Nikki's. <laughs> Nikki calling he calls every, every animal single dog. animal a dog, so yeah. that's good. I mean, it's just because if you think about it, aren't all animals just weird variations of dogs? Basically, <laughs> sure. yeah. Um, okay, say the K3. Um, that's one of the interesting games that uh, Dylan pointed out to us in the news slack that uh, did not have um, smart delivery attached to it and only mentioned mm. Xbox Series X. So that and forts in the current Babel. Yeah. Um, a few games and the current scuttlebutt is that that's because those games aren't okay. So a a website that I will not name published a (laughs) a very reactionary piece that is like these motherfuckers lied, right? And it's like, well, they didn't hold on. Did word they they didn't lie? That's what you're gonna say. Bill Spencer basically said like. We're we're gonna basically make it easy that you don't have to choose a generation for a little while. Like that's yeah. that's basically what he said. That's what he said. So, so uh but yeah, those games I think they were very specific in how they said it, but those games aren't coming out until twenty twenty two at the earliest. Right. So which is actually kind of bizarre. I I, th- I guess Mike, what like is probably going to happen is that like they'll push an update to Forza Horizon that's yeah. like this game runs at 4K 60 and it has ray tracing now. Yeah, and then like it just like suck on this until 2022. Um, but it is kind of strange that they won't be releasing the box with the Forza game. But yeah, like I just I, those games aren't coming until 2022, which is why they're not in that smart delivery category. That, that's what we're not going to run. By the way, that's what we believe to be the case. Yes. Yeah. We, yes. we like 
based on the stuff that Phil said, if these if these come out at the beginning of 2021 and they're only available on Xbox Series X, then yeah, those reactionary weirdos can have that because I mean he basically did say that it's gonna be a while before they they make you kind of choose. Um well, but that's that's what he's basically said. I did see someone um talking, I forget who, uh talking about um the fact that I mean this isn't this isn't Xbox's only event. Yeah. Like they still have an event in August where they yeah. are releasing that one presumably their, is <laughs> yeah that's going to be releasing pricing details that is releasing End like official re- yeah release date and I guarantee you there's going to be like four or five um, of those release slash transition games um, maybe not four or five but there's going to be a number of release and transition games um, I, I think the next the, event's going to be Lockhart. Yeah, the next event is like is is, is the small box. Here's the baby one with no disc drive. Yeah. Here's why you would buy this over the other one. I, I think it's and the baby if, and it's explaining how Project X Cloud works. And that's and uh, I think that's it. I think they You really might think take, no announcements? Yeah. No. I, I, I don't think I, any I don't, I don't think, think so. any games I think they're done for a while. E3. Or whatever the equivalent is. That's me. I mean, I, I just that's I, just what John, I read I agree about with you. Lockhart. And like there is that extra space on every single box art of this game, of, of every Xbox Series X game that was just like screaming to be filled in. And if they don't do that soon, it's gonna be weird. So mm-hmm. I think that's can I, uh, that's what it is. Can I mention a few more games real quick? Please. That I, I would love that, that caught my eye. Stalker two. Yes. That's they, wild. Second they're doing a sequel. That that is. Can you believe there hasn't been a sequel to Stalker? <laughs> it's kind of wild. I mean, that's, like, a, that's such a, there a have cult been, classic slam dunk. That, there have been yeah. other Stalker games, but I guess there has never been a Stalker 2. Right. So yeah. and they we're changed, getting one. The weird thing was that they changed engine. So like there have been Stalker <laughs> games that were like that were that were effectively sequels, but they weren't yeah. fucking Stalker 2, like Call of Chernobyl, um, right. mm-hmm. something of Pripyat. Pripyat, um, yeah. Fucking! They did three of those games, and none, yeah. <laughs> not, none of them were technically sequels. Which is like, again, I'm 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 really interested and excited in that because me too. I always thought Stalker was a really cool series that I've that I've dipped my toes oh, into a couple times. Uh, here's yeah. here's uh, the thing about that series for folks that like are at home and they maybe saw that trailer and they never really heard of a Stalker game. Yeah, or that, like on this podcast, sure, sure, sure. saw that trailer. Sure, and yeah, never really sure. Kind of yeah. You can, you kind of maybe saw that trailer and just thought, oh, this is like kind of a scary shooter or whatever. Yeah, is this prey? You don't really, you really, <laughs> truly don't get what that game is like to play unless you're playing it. And yeah, it, it is, it's such a vibe kind of thing. It's interesting. It is. It comes. It, it for me fulfills a similar um not fulfills a similar it comes out of the same out of a similar vein of thought as far cry 2 in Mm. terms of like in terms of how much the game kind of resists your presence oh it hates you it fucking (laughs) it it hates the living shit out of you like it is a video game that actively disdains your presence in it but that disdain kind of brings something else out which is yeah. like exciting and and cool and and emergent yeah. um actually i guess is... to be more specific it doesn't hate you it actually couldn't care less about you is maybe exactly better, better yeah word that. yeah so um, you're it's like a dark souls is what you're saying <laughs> like like a dark souls or like a dark souls humanity harm 
okay, also real quick, uh, yeah. they're doing Vermintide in 40K, which is yes. good. That's pretty yeah. cool. Because um, yeah. Vermintide looked cool, but I would have you know liked a space one. Uh, the gunk looks kind of neat. It's the from, gunk does from the Steam cool. World guys. And uh, as much as I fucking hate the, like, I think it, it's a testament to how good those games are that I play them despite hating how they look with every like fiber of my being. Yeah. Steam World one and two are both really great, but Tactics is a really incredible like Worms style uh, turn based side-scrolling tactics game. It's, it's kind of hard to explain. It is uh, so good. It's really good, and it's really short, and I like their whole approach to making games that, like, you can finish and that uh, have, like, really specific mechanics to them. So excited about this. Oh, and lastly, uh, Crossfire X. Uh, Crossfire is the most played video game in the world. Yeah. And uh, I think I think that was said on cha- on, the, on the stream and no one yeah. got that. The, everyone is Because being no one plays that. it in North it's America, like but um, a, a we looked into this, I think, in fan, fan with a while ago. Yeah, it's uh, the most played game in, uh, in China and also yeah. in other parts of the world as well, which is wild considering most people in the States have never heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was... That was uh, and it's it, from Remedy? Yeah, yeah. The Remedy single player the is from Remedy. Yeah. They're doing the campaign. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that might be fun. Yeah, yeah. that I yeah. think or, this is their bid to get Western players on board. Yes, that and that and that, and I'll just tell you this: that checks out. <laughs> just, from, just from everything I know about that uh-huh. situation. Um, yeah, that that that's an interesting one. Um. Well, I there was uh, there was a lot. I'm trying to think of anything else that I thought really stood out. I thought it was pretty good. That was a good show. What about that game that everyone but Natalie and I fucking hated? <laughs> oh, the the, oh, the uh, one that looked bad after the visual novel uh, is something dusk as something, dusk falls as dusk, as dusk falls. falls. I, I actually I I know everyone fucking hates that aesthetic. I think it's fine. I think it's I think it's fine I, and could be used I, to interesting ends. I hate it what with my it? life. Is this? Oh boy, <laughs> fucking. I hate it with my life. It just. The, here's the thing: it just doesn't look good. It looks <laughs> terrible to me. Like like that. Like kind of like paint, wait. Oh no, it's rotoscoped, huh? Yeah, it's like rotoscope. Like I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm just not a fan. I'm not a fan. Also, like I don't like these games anyway. So it's it's like a combination it's, of two it's, things that are not. This for game me. could not be made less for me. But no, like I can't, I can't wait for the black woman whose family was probably killed by the white guy <laughs> to have to forgive the white guy. Uh, who yeah. yeah, that's gonna be a real cool kind of storyline yeah. for me to. Well, they should just do what Don't Nod did and put up an FAQ about why it's okay that they killed right, this chill. black girl's family. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Uh, but no, I was like, I, I think like those games are I, I, here. Here's what I will say. I love that this made it onto the big yeah, platform. Yeah, yeah, right? You need, you need those. Like, I love that. I love that. It's not it. What we saw a variety of things today that weren't all brown shooters, and that's great. Like, I think stuff that does something differently aesthetically, even if I don't like it, and does something more interesting with gameplay. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy it made it onto. You know what? Show. This is making me think about. What? Entirely like unrelated. Isn't it fucked up that Netflix didn't buy Telltale? Oh yeah, yeah. But but you have to imagine maybe Telltale had some uh, financial problems that might have been it's tough Netflix, to dig out though. of. 
Yeah, but like even yeah, but even a big company isn't going to want to acquire a thing that it's got to dig its way out of. Yeah, why would Netflix buy Telltale in a shitty state as opposed to just launching their own game studio yeah. and then hiring <laughs> hiring yeah. the, the fucking That's remnants of Telltale? Like abs- uh, absolutely the discussion they had. Yeah, yeah, like they're they're fucking <laughs> they're vultures, but they are they're like <laughs> they're vultures in a way that's like oh they're 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 vultures who know how to how to yeah. do it correctly. Yeah, I think that I think that's true. Um, Marin, anything else that that stuck out to you? No, just like hooray for video games. You know what? Yeah, hooray like, for like, video like, games. Finally, 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 a time for gamers. Oh, Bay Zoom video games oh. aren't just for kids anymore. I'll say this, uh, even though I it, it washed over me like it was nothing when when it actually happened. After reading about it and their plans with it, I I'm excited about Avowed. Honestly, like I. I, oh yeah, I think Pillars of Eternity is like pretty good. Um, and even though like you know high fantasy first person shit is whatever, it's Obsidian doing it, and the only time that they've like cribbed um, uh, Bethesda, uh, I thought they d- did it better. So um, that's the one Bren, thing I would say. You were you said on stream right that it looks like there might be some of that scrapped like spell creation stuff that was supposed to be in Skyrim. Well, that is, that's what I want. That's what I, like, I want the, I want the weirdness, like the systemic weirdness of, of like Morrowind and and Oblivion. Yeah, Yeah, I want the, give me the systemic weirdness and a willing to be, a willing to fuck up and let the game break. Because like Skyrim lets the game break, but it's in such a different way than uh, Morrowind and Oblivion can be just fucking shattered over your goddamn knee. Like so, so easily those games allow themselves to be weird and, and messy and broken. And I think that is one thing I do like from Obsidian. Uh, I was, I was really, it was really cool on um, uh, the Outer Worlds, but they do have a willingness to let things be broken and and interesting uh, at the very least. And I hope yeah. that they allow some of that ambition to kind of show yeah. itself um, in Avowed. And I'd be willing to like, I'd be willing to take that leap with them in a way that I wasn't with the Outer Worlds because of how flat that game's politics felt for me. Yeah. Like those yeah. landed, that, that shit landed so flat for me. Yeah. And like, did, if you're just going to do a fantasy thing, if you're going to do an interesting fantasy world that engages with its with its themes, hell yeah. Go, go all the fuck out. Have yeah. weird, cool lore that I'll like. But like, don't, don't try and do radical politics and then just fucking face plant and go back to like a bunch right. of boring shit. Yeah. Um, I'm hopeful. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. The more, the more I'm kind of looking at that and reading about it and considering the possibilities of, you know, Hey, they've already built this, this world. They've already fleshed it out. There's something that could be interesting here. Um, I did, I did like pillars of eternity. Uh, two was less good, but, um, Interesting. I thought, yeah. I thought people generally like like two more. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just it didn't land with me as hard, but mm-hmm. uh, I liked it. Um, but yeah, uh, they went through a lot. Um, uh, Kenneth uh, put up a great piece that went over, I believe, every single game that was shown uh, over at fanbyte.com. So you should go check that out. Uh, if you don't, if you don't, okay. <laughs> if you didn't listen to this, but only listen to the end of it, uh, this segment, uh, you can also hear, uh, tonight. Oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry. We can't wrap this. They bring multiplayer to Tetris effect. 
Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay, Jordo. Thank you. They're being uh, multiplayer to Tetris for, Effect, which is like PlayStation exclusive Tetris Effect is coming to Xbox. Shuhei Sh- Sh- Yoshida must be punching himself right yeah, now. Yeah. Running around, running up and down the halls who's, of his home. Who's screaming, responsible for this? Screaming, <laughs> tearing down the walls in his home, yelling, burning his own house down. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. It's a it's a timed console exclusive. I think it's going to be coming out to PlayStation eventually. But yeah, I could not be more jazzed. That is for, exciting for Dan Reichert's Tetris Effect with multiplayer. I, I thought for a second it would just be like it's Tetris Effect, but it's Tetris ninety nine. Um, but it looks there's like co op and stuff. Yeah, the well. collaborative nature of it seems exciting. Now you can rap, John. Okay. Uh, thanks for joining us for this. Uh, rundown of the different uh games that we saw at the xbox event uh i will also do a much faster rundown tonight for fanbyte daily so if you you know if you got to the end of this and you're like i just need 10 minutes more of that uh i'll put that up um let's see what else is going on uh actually Merritt, where can we find you on the internet um i'm at Merritt k where you can find me cold calling professional wrestlers to ask them out i mean so good because it's been my live stream ever since this morning to date a professional wrestler. It's so good. I, so if I'm you are, at the if you're out there seat. and you're listening, uh, hit me up at Mary Kay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about wrestling, so I'm not a fan. So uh, I have well, that pick, going for you, me. You pick the f- perfect wrestler to have indifference about wrestling about um, since he's indifferent about everything. So it's very good. Oh. Uh. Um, it's a that's very exciting. Uh, yes, go follow Mary Kay. Uh, Nikki, where can we find you? Twitter at Godsua, G O D S W A. I like that. This got, got slower as you went. Mm. Uh, can where can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Ren or Raven. Awesome. You can find me uh, at Floppy Adult. You can find you can find you can also find Flan Flanbyte at Fanbyte Media on uh, Twitter. You can find Fanbyte on Facebook and Instagram uh, at Fanbyte. Uh, check out twitch.tv slash Fanbyte. We do streams and stuff. Uh, the Destiny rating crew is going tomorrow. Uh, that's very exciting. Uh, those are always a blast to watch. I have them. Have them on the in the background while I do my Friday afternoon work every week. It's a very like lovely thing to have. Um, and gosh, what else is going on? Listen, you can check out all of our podcasts at fanbyte.com slash podcast. We technically have seven feeds now, which is very, very cool. It's a lot of work to maintain, but you know what? We do a really good job. Uh, Jordo, uh, Jordan Mallory is our producer. Thank you, Jordan, so much for your wonderful work. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed that our podcasts have had higher quality lately, but I sure have. Um, and yeah, that's, uh, that's where we'll leave you. Uh, Merritt, why don't you, why don't you, uh, wrap us? Why don't you send us out on this one? Um, wow. What have we, you love to see? No, that's the other one. No, that, no, no, no. You love to see it. Keep those numbers. Um, <laughs> this is a fan with. It's it's on the fan with feed, yes. Okay, well then I know what three words to say. Keep gaming. Gamers. Gamers.